found out. It's a little cut. Uh, yeah, he is. Uh, I didn't realize that My Chemical Romance is from Newark, New Jersey. That makes a little too much sense. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, <laughs> hi, everyone. <laughs> Welcome back to Zillennial Canon. I'm Kira. Uh, and I am Adam. Back for another edition of Spooktober. We are we're back. We're feeling a little bit kooky, a little bit goofy, watching House of Wax. Uh, Kira, what was the other option you gave me? It was House of Wax and what? Do you remember? I don't remember. <laughs> it was House Literally of Wax. two days ago. It, it was something remember. with... I'll, I'll pull up our text while I'm talking. It, but it was something like that it. was the I, same I'll fact vibe. check. You keep talking. Okay. Um, uh, oh, Prom Night. Prom Night. Okay, yeah, because... Okay, yeah, thank you. Because I remember I was, like, laying in bed when I got the text. Yeah. And I was talking to Victoria. And I was like... I was like, it's either House of Wax or Prom Night. And she didn't know what either movie were, like was. And I was like, I was like, okay. Well, I'm like, I'm going to choose House of Wax. But I'm like, you've never heard of Prom Night? And she's like, no. And I'm like, oh, it's like the worst movie I've ever seen. It's like awful. <laughs> I'm like, I've never even seen it. It's so bad. And I almost chose it because it's so bad. But it's also like, from what I remember, it's very boring bad. Yeah. Um, first of all, it's a PG-13 horror movie, which is like not Fun. which like i'm cool with it nowadays because you know movies are better at it now but i feel like in that 2008 landscape movies were really bad at doing that for some reason um but yeah i wanted i chose this out of your options you gave me because i've actually wanted to rewatch this for like i'm not kidding kira like five years i've like wanted to and i just don't know what happened like i i tried like last halloween and i fell asleep at like the 30 minute mark not because of the movie i just was like really tired um mm-hmm. so i've like tried and failed to actually rewatch this movie so when you gave me the choice i'm like i'm gonna take the incentive i'm gonna like watch house of wax finally uh for the first time in like god knows how how long but you've never yeah. have you ever seen this movie no, so I've never seen either of those movies. I'll be honest, I literally pulled those two movies out of my ass. I don't know <laughs> why I gave you those two options. I was, like, texting you on my way, like, running out the door to go see the Eras tour and concert and yeah. uh, movie theaters. Um, and I was just scatterbrained and was like, I guess these two movies. Um <laughs> The only thing that I know about House of Wax is that, or that I knew, is that Paris Hilton was in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and for that reason, I just assumed that it was a bad movie that people hated. But then I found out that people like love this movie. Yeah, people really like this movie. Um, I so I I don't have like a very like extensive history with this movie. It's not like Scream or something that I have like a deep nostalgic like pull to or like saw or anything uh but i do remember like (laughs) when this movie was coming out like you know whether it's like when it was released on dvd or like at the theater or the tv spots you know during you know tv breaks like it uh it just the concept of this movie the imagery of this movie it scared the shit out of me when i was a kid like just like the idea of it like i didn't like the idea of it i didn't like anything i saw from it every time i went to the theater the poster scared me anytime i went to hollywood video the the dvd art scared me um 
sometimes they would have uh if if you walk to like a certain section of hollywood video they have like a tv playing trailers for what their new movies were that scared Mm. me like this movie was a movie that creeped me out before i even saw it as a kid and i think as i've said on the pod before when i was a child i had like a weird obsession with like conquering fears (laughs) so i think that's that's a good thing (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, like, I, I had, like, a thing where I horror scared me a lot when I was a kid, and I knew no other option other than to just, like, watch the movie and, like, get through yeah. it. Um, And some movies I just, like, wanted to watch, but, like, stuff like Chucky and Saw and, like, this, I just, like, watched it to, like, get it over with, basically. Because I knew, like, yeah. the, how do I put it? like the the horror of what my mind is like making up this movie to be is like 10 times worse than like what it actually would be it's a very deep thought as a kid but i that was my thought process when um so i'm pretty sure i don't know how i got away with watching this like i don't I, i can't imagine my mom rented it for me there's no way in hell she did um so the truth is i don't know how i watched this it might have been like an hbo watch i don't know um I, I feel like I have, like, memories of having, like, the blockbuster Hollywood video, like, that, like, the the, the texture of that DVD, like, cover. But I, mm. for the life of me, I don't know how I could have done that. So, I don't know. Like, that's a blank slate, though, how I actually obtained this movie at a young age. Uh, but, yeah, I do remember watching it when I was pretty young. And I was, like... I mean, I, I it was I was decently affected by it. Like I I won't, I don't it wasn't as scary, of course, as I imagined it in my head to be as an eight year old. Um, but you know, nothing is when you're that age. But it still like definitely had its moments where it was effective to me. Um, and throughout most of my life, I had the same thought as you were. I'm like, oh, that's a movie that probably sucks if I revisited it. And um, I, I assumed everyone hated this movie. And yeah, to my surprise, when I go on Letterboxd, like a lot of our mutuals, like have it like at a four and above. And I was kind of like, oh, wait, is this like a good movie that I forgot that I've seen? <laughs> so that's that's kind of why, even before you brought it up, that's kind of why I wanted to rewatch it for so long, because it's been reclaimed, so to speak. Mm-hmm. It's um, I, very much like this director's other movie, Orphan, I think, which is a movie that... I loved when I saw it. I thought people hated it. I thought it was just a guilty pleasure, but people really loved that movie still. Um, yeah. So. I actually, I very recently watched that for the first time. I really should have saved it so we could cover it on the pod. Mm-hmm. We will one day. Um, yeah. It's very slim. Yeah. I literally like watched it for the first time, like maybe like a month or two ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't understand how I've never seen this. It's awesome. It's so like, good. Yeah, I just feel like it's so like <laughs> it's core iconic. like our childhood. Yeah. Um, the twist is like a generational like, twist too. Like it's like yeah, something, like, that's like a like, twist that you remember where you were, how you were feeling when it happened. Like it's great. Yeah, like I've I've had the twist spoiled for me for like over ten years, right? Fifteen years maybe. I don't even know how. However old the movie is, the twist has been spoiled for me since then, and the movie yeah. still was like effective and good. So you know, I I know when I watched, uh, I'll, I probably shouldn't say it for the pod, but I can't wait in a year, so I'll just say it. I'll say it again in a year or whenever we cover Orphan. <laughs> but 
Um, I I remember watching Orphan because obviously I couldn't go see it in theaters at that age. Uh, I watched it on like a cam rip in 2009. Like I watched it as, that way. as we did. Um, and uh, don't worry, Warner Brothers, you got your money back eventually when I became an adult and paid for all your movies. But uh, yeah, I watched it like illegally back then because I had no other options and I really wanted to see it. And I remember at like 2 a.m. on my Windows desktop being completely gagged by uh, the twist of that movie. And uh, I watched it again, like right before the last, the, the sequel came out, which I, I thought was mm-hmm. honestly, surprisingly just as good. I, I was shocked that that was as good as it was. Uh, I don't think it's the same director, but it was, uh, did, did have no, you seen he, second? he passed away, didn't he? No, he's still, didn't he, he passed away. Okay. Kira, let me tell oh, you something. Oh no, I'm thinking of another director. Kira, hold on. Not only is this what? director alive and well, but he made last year's cinematic classic Black Adam. Did he really? He did. Hold up. Wait a minute. Am I I'm mixing him up with someone else? No, unfortunately. John, not only that, but he directed Jungle Cruise. Yes, and Jungle Cruise, I don't care what anyone says, that movie fucking slaps. Yeah, it's it's uh, definitely a movie. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, he's made he's made a lot. I I yeah. I'm familiar with his filmography. Yeah, Jungle you know Cruise too. That's not real. Yeah, that's that not movie's happening. never coming out. That's yeah. not that's never coming out. <laughs> but yeah, I was like talking to uh, Victoria about it tonight at dinner, and I was like, I was going through his filmography. I'm like, you know what? He's really good at like making those like B tier level movies. Like yeah. He, uh, oh. I mean. You'll, you'll have the odd one out, like The Commuter, I didn't love, but, like, The Shallows is a very fun movie. Really quick, mm-hmm. I constantly mix him up with Jean-Marc Vallée. Yes, the big one uh, is wild. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. all right. R.I.P. Yeah. to that kid, but... Um, Both of them are uh, Jean, Jean, yeah. Jean. I, I get it, yeah, easy yeah. Uh, mistake to yeah. make. Um. But yeah, no, this guy. Yeah, this guy is uh, he's kicking. He's he's still making uh, still making stuff. Uh, <laughs> um, he's got Jungle Cruise two coming out. Yeah, he's cooking. Uh, yeah, this guy like rivals David Gordon Green for like one of the weirdest careers. Uh, yeah, very weird lineup. Yeah, but um, but yeah, no. So, but from what I understand, yeah, this is his directorial debut. Surprisingly. Um, but which is crazy to me because this movie is actually very well directed i think um especially for a first time it's like has a very good sense of atmosphere it has a very um impressive sense of practicality and uh it has a great use of like sets and location and just like general geography which doesn't Mm -hmm. sound like a like you know high bar but you know like whenever you get into like the the nitty-gritty of like filmmaking you start to understand that those things like actually do really fucking matter and how hard they are to pull off and like while i was watching this movie i was just like man it's so cool like just like the 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 town and the sets that they're on and each like little set piece that they have it's so like well not like necessarily elaborate or anything it's just kind of like there's a lot of attention to detail put in here and you know, it's, it's definitely like a B movie, and it's nothing like incredible or anything. It's just like, it, it's just nice when a kind of low concept 
um, you know, general horror movie just has this much like care put behind it and effort. And I kind of, uh, uh, I don't want to say miss that cause you definitely, you definitely get stuff like that with like bloom house and like, you know, other modern horror movies, but there's also a different vibe in the two thousands. Like there's another, a different mm-hmm. style to it. And there's something about this movie rewatching it that I was kind of like, yeah, this is like really charming. <laughs> like this is really like, this is kind of the shit that I grew up watching. And I, uh, I, I had a ball rewatching it. I thought it was a great time. Yeah. Um, I really liked it. I thought it was really cool. Um, not to be like fact check liberal. Okay. First of all, the town that was just radiator springs from cars. Let's, <laughs> let's be real here. <laughs> like, Mater is the serial I killer. think we should do a crossover. Yeah, we should do a crossover. Um, uh, also, this movie takes place in Florida. That town would have been melted in like six hours. Fact Wait, is, check does, on that. Does it really? Yes, it takes place in Florida. Okay, I, I did kind of like... Because um, I was... I skipped a little bit at the beginning just because... Um, you I were watching it on your phone at work. No, because I, like I said, I re- tried rewatching it last year, and I was remembering every beat that it was hitting. Yeah. And I was like, okay, like I, I remembered this. Like I got to the part at like uh, last year. I can tell you exactly where I stopped watching it when the when the hillbilly is like driving them into town. That's exactly mm-hmm. where I fell asleep at. And I skipped basically. I mean, I watched it, you know, bits and pieces. But once I realized that I had seen this very fairly recently, I like jumped right to that point um so i missed the florida part i didn't realize that which is funny because you're completely right yeah because that's the entire thing i think the second they walk into the house or like he's like it's made of wax i was like okay i was like, <laughs> I was like all right <laughs> likely likely thing for it to be made out of <laughs> um yeah uh um i think they said gainesville Okay, so, well, I mean, that doesn't really make any sense, because, so the entire thing is that, like, um, it's... I mean, they drove, like, an hour away into the middle of nowhere. Yeah, so, like, Gainesville, I mean, obviously, that's where uh, University of Florida is. It's a very heavily populated area. Well, then uh, they are college kids, so that would make sense. But, I mean, they, so they go to Gainesville in it? No, I think they're coming from Gainesville, and then they drive, oh. like, super far. Okay, I see. All right. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I'd be curious to... Maybe I just wasn't paying attention enough, uh, but where exactly is the House of Wax in Florida? Like, that's what I want to know. In a like, swamp? In a swamp, okay. Yeah. I'm going to guess Tallahassee. That's what I'm going to guess. I'm, I'm guessing they were in Tallahassee, Florida. Um. <laughs> Uh yeah, that makes sense to me. Well, well is, anyway, my, regardless, regardless, that shit would have been melted. What football game were they going to? That's my question. <laughs> so many questions. So many questions. Um, no, it's this movie. They were just driving to another Florida college to go to a football game. Honestly, yeah, probably. Um, but yeah, no. So this movie is it's it's extremely silly and stupid but i i did have a great time watching it again because i this is another one of those movies that i like again i forgot about a majority of it before i press play 
but like as things were happening like i remembered it's it's weird because like i knew the twist had to do with like siblings or family i knew Mm -hmm. I, i knew I don't know how I remember this specifically, but I knew something with Paris's death was like in a car. It had something to do with the car. Um, like I remembered like little details, but there were like larger things that surprised me. Like I didn't remember who all like lived and died. Like I didn't remember those little details about it. I didn't remember the exact like lore going on. Like well, I remember that like the the killers had like a family dynamic. I didn't remember like who exactly it was. So like when the when they go to the church at the beginning, I kind of like I don't I don't know, maybe I'm just fucking stupid, but I was like, Oh I, I was shaken. Yeah. I was shaken by that twist, I'll be honest. Yeah, it got me because I forgot that he was part of it and I was like, Oh, okay. So it is like a fun movie to watch, like if you completely don't know like what's gonna happen in it. Cause it and it actually does have some pretty effective like twists here and there, and it's fun. Um, yeah. Before we get like into the plot of the movie, and we we did text about this a little bit earlier, but I was reading up on the See uh, Paris Die marketing campaign mm-hmm. um, prior to the movie's release, which uh, you can't find a lot of it on the internet anymore. I saw that it originated on MySpace. <laughs> funnily enough, that's amazing. Um, there's like an e.com article about it. Um, they kind of were like, yeah, it's pretty sexist, but it was undeniably kind of, like, effective when it comes to, She like, seems to have embraced it. Yeah, I mean, because I read, um, uh, they inserted a poll quote from uh, her about it, where they just, like, flout spoiled it before the movie came out. And she was like, yeah, I just thought my death scene was, like, super awesome, and I was, like, super happy to be part of it. <laughs> Listen. <Which>, awesome. Uh, <laughs> I've... I've brought it up on the Cat in the Hat episode, uh, the two Cat in the Hat episodes, actually, that we've done. Mm-hmm. Um, Paris Hilton follows me on Twitter. Which is funny. Um, I think I literally unfollowed her. <laughs> Paris Hilton, I feel like, is a difficult person to reckon with because I love the concept of her mm-hmm. and... I love um, what is it called? The Simple Life is that what it's called? The show where she yeah, gets a job. I, I never saw it, but I know what you're talking about. I yeah. literally for like an entire summer in college, I just like watched that on like Daily Motion. Um, obviously, like just everything surrounding her, like her song mm-hmm. "Stars Are Blind," iconic. I. It just makes sense that, like, her politics suck and stuff. Like, she's, like, a multimillionaire. Like, what are we going to expect from a multimillionaire heiress? Um, Obviously, she's obsessed with NFTs and Trump. But... Yeah, I mean, it's like I don't keep it for it all, so I I'm not to. trying to I'm not trying to like justify it, but it's like she's an heiress to like a hotel fortune. Like obviously, like her family right. is supporters of Trump, but um, yeah. So personally, I think she gives an incredible performance in this, and I'm not even trying to be like, like I kind of wish that she was in more like movies. Right. 
Because I, I feel like in this, like, it's like she wasn't really, like, in The Cat in the Hat, she was a parody of herself, obviously, or pe- playing herself. Mm-hmm. The Bling Ring, she was playing herself. She was just, like, kind of, like, shown. Um, and they were like, oh, my God, that's Paris Hilton. Um, I think in this, like, she gives a pretty good performance as, like, I don't know. Like that girl, like, like that girl in the group of a teen horror slasher movie, you know? Yeah, I think she's like, I think she's fine in this movie. Like, I think she's completely serviceable. Like, she does what she's supposed to do. I think, I mean, they definitely like knew that they couldn't like give her the lead of this movie uh due to like limited experience and i think that was definitely a wise choice i i, I like i wanted to bet that they like had those discussions and she probably asked for it and, and they were probably like no but you know there is this part <laughs> and, and i think um she you know for what it is she's like completely fine like, I, like there wasn't like a line reading that i was like ooh bad like everything no i'm not gonna like say she was like particularly you know great here like most of it is kind of like wooden i would say but it's also i don't know i mean no one's really giving like a like a oscar worthy performance in house of wax you know what i mean so i think she fits the vibe well is what i'm trying to say like they, the, for what this movie yeah. is going for like i don't think she went over or under she was like right on target for what like what this movie was trying to convey um yeah like i'm surprised that like she wasn't taken seriously enough to be not like taken seriously enough but i'm surprised mm-hmm. that she wasn't in more movies like not playing a parody of herself because I think she did yeah. a fine job in this. Like, I think it's just like when somebody is like so recognizable as themselves, like how like Kim Kardashian tried to act for like two seconds. Mm-hmm. I think when somebody's like so recognizable as themselves, as like not even just like a celebrity, but like a persona, like just like an yeah. idol. Yeah. I think it's like you can't really look past that. Yeah, no, I, I I think the same thing. I think that's probably why she didn't, you know, want to. I mean, I don't know if she didn't want to, or if just producers in general didn't want her. You know, I don't I don't know what the deal was. Um, and I also don't know her entire filmography off the top of my head. But like, yeah, I don't know. I I think in the grand scheme of things, I I would have been curious to see her do a little bit more, but. At the same time, I think there are definitely limitations there, and I don't necessarily think it's a great loss or anything. Like, I think it's okay. Like, I think I'm glad we got this. It was kind of fun to see her do something in these lines, but it, I, I think it's okay. Like, I think we're good. Like, I think, <laughs> I think no, we're all... I know. No, I'm not, I'm not like saying like she needs her uncut gems. Like, that would be interesting. <laughs> Hilton in a zombie movie, maybe, yeah. But yeah, I'm um, just mostly like surprised <laughs> that she was not in more. That's all I'm trying to say. No, I I got you. Yeah, because it it does feel like the kind of like stunt casting that could have actually like turned into something like I don't know, like genuine in the future, like something that like you get it for the novelty, but then she actually is like kind of decent in it. 
and then she gets another mm-hmm. role and another role. So yeah, I get what you mean. Like it does feel like that. It had the makings of that, and you know, I think um, I, like out of the supporting cast of this movie, which you know, again, none of them are really at a high bar either. So it's not like I'm <laughs> like, so I think she's great for what it is. Um, but out of those, like she's definitely, I think the most, like she has the most personality out of all of them. Cause like most of the guys in the movie are just kind of like completely one note. They're just like, so mm-hmm. which like, again, it's fine. They're there to be like, they're there to get killed off and they're, they'd be like kind of stoic and like, you know, uh, th- yeah, it's their vibe. So but I, I liked her presence in this. It was fun. And yeah, I liked her uh, juicy couture sweatsuits. <laughs> yeah, no, that's um, another thing about this movie is that it is very 2005. Just like all the mm-hmm. like little from the soundtrack to the clothing to the just the, the way the film like feels and looks and the, that the score is very distinct too. it has like that very like kind of mix between like an ominous and like an adventure kind of a. Uh, I don't know how to describe it, but it's just like, it's something that you wouldn't hear nowadays in a horror movie. It's like, uh, back when horror movies used to have like a, almost a Spielberg-esque kind of like score, like where it's like, there's a sense of wonder and adventure. But now if you see a horror movie, it's just like pure suspense, like in the score, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, it, I, when the credits rolled, I noticed uh, produced by Robert Zemeckis, which I thought was. Yeah, cool. I was a little confused by that. Um, I can only imagine he had like some of he was maybe planning to remake the original himself and had like producing credits or something or uh, or maybe he just genuinely did produce it. I don't know. I'm not going to fact check it. I'm going to let my imagination get wild with that. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, I and it was funny. I was talking to Victoria about it tonight and I was and she's like, I know nothing about that movie. And I'm like, OK, I could sum it up in like maybe like five sentences like it's yeah. teenagers go out of town they go camping uh hillbilly fucks with them they don't even like go camping though like they're just like i guess we'll pull over and just stay here oh yeah it's so stupid like it's it's so dumb um yeah so like yeah they don't go camping they like camp because why not which and then like it's so funny the next day when they complain about the traffic it's like well why'd you camp like (laughs) You could have just kept going. Yeah, no, literally. It was so fucking stupid. Um, but yeah, they, but anyways, they camp. Hillbilly fucks with them. Car breaks down. They go to a town. They slowly realize town is made of wax. All of them die. Most of them die. <laughs> the end, basically. That's kind of it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, save some for, for some plot twists, but like largely that's the gist of it. Uh, yeah. But that's, again, though, that's, like, where the craft comes in. And uh, uh, Jean-Claude Sarah, I think, makes a hell of a fun picture here. It's, uh, like I said before, all the set pieces are, like, very creative. Like, very disturbing. Very, like, uh, very, like, I don't want to be in that situation. Kind of Like, you're just, like, squirming, being like, ah, oh, fuck. Like, I can't imagine <laughs> what it'd be like. Yeah, that was... That was my main thing, like, the first time you see somebody with, like, mm-hmm. the, like, metal thing, and, like, mm-hmm. they're, like, spraying the wax at them, I'm like, I would literally hate to be in that situation. Also, <laughs> when her lips are super glued shut, I feel Brittle. like it's very rare in, like, movies for me to be, like, 
Oh, that's a fear I don't think about often. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel that way in, like, Nightmare on Elm Street when, like, her feet are, like, sinking into the stairs. Right. Or in Megan when she pulls out the paper cutter. And I'm, right. I'm just like, oh, these are all, like, like, I know it's, like, hilarious when she does that. But I'm like, oh, when I was a kid in art class, I was fucking terrified of the paper cutter. Right. Um. It's just, like, stuff like that. Like, seeing her lips being super glued shut, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, that is the scariest yeah. thing I could imagine at this present time. That is, like... Because, like, if I watch something like Saw or something, I'm like, okay, that's not going to happen to me. Like, knock on wood. Like, I'm not going to, like, get my eyes sucked out or something. Hey, but, like... Don't count your blessings yet. Jigsaw might all right, have a big right. with you. Listen, <laughs> I haven't done... I haven't done anything to that man. Uh, So, but yeah, it's like, oh, these are all like, like I have gotten super glue on my finger before and had to like peel it off. And I can't imagine that happening, happening on my lips. Yeah. I mean, honestly, everything that she goes through, like immediately in that first set piece is like, I don't want to say like it peaks there in terms of brutality because it it doesn't like it, it gets a little bit worse, but she goes through it like it, right off the bat. Like it, it's mm-hmm. like from the, the, the glue, like you said, from being like strapped down and she gets like the shit kicked out of her. And like uh, the one that really got me was like cutting off the piece of her finger from when she was trying to like, Oh yeah. That yeah. really, cause I didn't, I thought he was going to like, like stomp on her finger um but no he like straight up like grabs like a like what what did he even get like it was like a it's like a wire cutter or something. yeah wire cutter yeah and he like fucking like um just chops off the tip of her finger off and it's like <laughs> it, like that got me i like out loud went at work i was like ooh, like <laughs> it was just, uh it was i don't know like it was just very disturbing and i like um and i don't normally have uh you know those kind of reactions like i watched mm-hmm saw x and only covered my eyes once you know like but yeah. there there are a few body horror things here that really got Which me seen when uh, did you cover your eyes during saw x uh the bone marrow that that kind of oh yeah me too yeah, uh, yeah. yeah just, i don't like i don't i don't think about the inside of my bones like <laughs> i don't I th- want to i think it's just like the um uh the the fact that they linger on it like it, they linger on it quite a bit in that scene yeah and the, and the thing is that scene keeps escalating until like her breaking point and then it keeps going and you're just like fuck um yeah but yeah that's but, another i would hate to be in that situation tell me about it sister but yeah we yeah that's a <laughs> stupid um uh, but yeah no i i, I hate that <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you know it, it like just it, a little just a little saw x sidebar yeah great movie um but <laughs> but yeah and also i will say like aside from the body horror in this movie which we'll get to but there were even just a few like jump scares that actually like genuinely worked for me like um a very small one but i thought it was so clever um when they go to the house of wax at the very beginning her and her boyfriend and uh, she's like looking around the house for like you know people or clues or something and she looks in that mirror and then she sees like uh, what she what we learned to be the brother later, but mm-hmm. even she doesn't know what it is at the time. But she sees the brother looking in the window th- in the mirror. That really got me. And I thought the framing of it was like so creative. 
and the sound design, like the timing of it, it was really perfect. Like I was like, damn, that's a good jump scare. That's a really good jump scare because I didn't see it coming at all. And I pride myself in knowing exactly when a jump scare is going to happen. Um, that was a great scene uh, or just a great moment, not even a scene. Um, another one is when uh, when at the end, towards the end, when they're in the in the house and you think that the brother is going up the stairs after her, but it's actually her brother, not the, uh, the other brother. Uh, that was a good moment. Mm-hmm. Um, she has just like a lot of like creative scares where it, it knows what you're thinking and it twists that convention on its head, which I like. This movie does that a few times, which I have to appreciate. I feel like, you know, even like with the, like the red herring with that, like uh redneck at the beginning, like, I mean, it does turn mm-hmm. out to be true at the very end, but you know like it the way it like spins off on that like you you question whether or not you're actually as clever and ahead of this movie as you think you are at a few points which i appreciate it and it kind of has a clever screenplay i appreciate that yeah Uh, um how do you feel about wax figures um (laughs) i mean Genuine question. I've never been to like Madame Tussauds, but I don't, mm. I don't like them. Yeah. Um. It's funny. My neighbor works for Madame Tussauds here in uh, Florida. Uh. So mm. I, I'll talk to him about it sometimes. He'll be like, Yeah, we just got the new Adele. I don't know, like Adele. I'm like, Oh, that's crazy, dude. <laughs> got um, the new Adele in. Yeah. No, like literally, he'll be like, It's like, Yeah, we got the Trump. I'm like, That's crazy, bro. And like, uh, <laughs> but um. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't really have an opinion. I've never been to Madame Tussauds, and I don't think I've ever really been to a Max a Max Museum, a Wax Museum. And mm. uh, I, I mean, I've been to like places that have had like, you know, wax statues. Obviously, I've seen them in person, but mm. I don't think I have a strong opinion either way. I this movie makes me think that they're fucking creepy. Obviously, um, yeah. so I may have a newfound opinion after tonight. But, um, yeah, in general, I don't really have a take on them. Uh, so it, is, and, like it got into, like, a deep-rooted paranoia of mine or anything. Yeah. Regarding your experience with wax, um, <laughs> did, did you used to eat the wax on the baby bell cheese? What the hell are you talking about? What? <laughs> <laughs> the red baby bell cheese. The fuck is... R- Oh wait, hold Did on. Did you use? I think I know what you're talking. Wax. Well, no, but let me make sure I know what you're talking about. Because I used to eat the wax, and maybe that's why I am the way I am. I was gonna say you should keep that shit to yourself, Kira. Um, I think I, that's like a that's like a thing. Okay, I know what you're talking about. I'm looking at it now. Yeah, um, that's what I thought it was. Um, I've never also, had baby like, bell cheese. Oh, it's really good. We were talking about string cheese what, like last week, week before. Yeah. I think. Yeah, last week when we were talking about Wallace and Gromit. Mm -hmm. Go get a pack of baby bell cheese and come back to me. Okay, but do you recommend me eating the wax or no wax? You can chew on it a little bit. (laughs) All right, cool. Um, um, Also, like, when I had braces and I would have to, like, carry around, like, the moldable wax for, like, Mm. like, the wires that were popping out and, like, cover it. That was like a delicacy to like like chew on the wax a little. So what is it with like yeah. girls and wax? Like what's the deal? Like I don't I don't 
understand like is is this like a is this like a deep rooted like memory for people am i am i out I just like i just really liked chewing on stuff when i was a kid all right it's like a, it's a, it's like okay rugrat we get it you're teething like <laughs> literally bro was teething um no. yeah i don't like no just like seeing like seeing the wax in the movie i'm like i just want to like you just want to chew on it like like bite down bro you were yeah. like watching this see i was watching this movie horrified and you were like mm, yummy <laughs> like i'm fucking hungry no literally you're so <laughs> hungry watching this movie that's crazy like literally. i no like i just i just want to chew on this movie you want to just chew on is like, that so wrong fucking uh jared padalecki's molded uh wax face i mean no <laughs> that wasn't very convincing um speaking of which speaking of jared padalecki um I, I i'll be the first to say it on the pod uh this is a gilmore girls alumni horror movie yes <laughs> i'll be the first to say it i (laughs) thanks for bringing that up adam uh perfect we're watching it during gilmore girls season fall oh okay um yeah i uh i am i won't even say midway through my gilmore girls watch right now but i i am uh i i am in the thick of it uh and i'm enjoying it but i i have met both dean and uh i forgot chad michael murray's name in the show but that guy that guy yeah uh victoria God, dean... not in it very much moving forward no yeah. no yeah. dean is like the worst person ever i just and so this will show you how like not very far ahead i am and to gilmore girls but i got to the episode where they break up for i don't know if it's the first and last time just the first time i don't know I haven't had it spoiled. Don't spoil anything for me. But uh, they, they, him and Rory break up, and then she has that uh, episode where she's trying to, de- you know, deny herself the the morning period of the breakup, and um, he like freaks out because she won't say "I love you" or something. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I watched that. That was a good episode. Good episode. Mm-hmm. I think there was like, an episode after that with like the grandparents or something. Uh, but. And in terms of like Dean lore, that's the last thing that I <laughs> I've encountered. Um, it's like taking everything in me to not like start a rewatch this year because like I rewatch it like every fall, but then it's like the only thing that I watch. Mm-hmm. And I've been trying to watch like a movie that's new to me at least like two or three times a week, right? If not like every other day. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like me restarting Gilmore Girls would just be a detriment to like my overall health and well-being. I mean, but I fair. love Gilmore Girls so much. Fair enough. I mean, it's uh, I, I like it. <laughs> it's fun. I, I like Gilmore Girls. It's well written. Mm-hmm. Um, that mm-hmm. Amy Sherman Palladino sure can write a show. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I that's the very first thing I thought of the second um little uh Padalecki and Chad Michael Murray were in a scene together in this. So I was like, Oh, there we go. It's uh Rory yeah. Gilmore's little uh little flings. Kind of. Uh but yeah. But uh 
yeah, no. So, I mean, and, you know, they they serve their purpose well enough, I guess. Um, I guess my main thing here is I think the main girl is uh, she's actually pretty good in this movie. I don't see her. I mean, actually, let me look at her filmography, but I don't think I've like seen her in a lot. Uh, and yeah, yeah she's she didn't really sound familiar. Yeah, I'm just uh, I'm looking at her filmography right now and like. I want to say, okay, apparently she's a background extra in Love, actually. But other than that, I have not seen her in any movie that she's been in. Um, Interesting. And, she, and she's pretty good in this. I think she like she's a pretty decent, like, I don't know, uh, final girl. So to sp- I mean, if you want to call her that. Yeah, she's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, Chad Michael Murray, I was kind of like, I mean, he's definitely a guy that like I don't have anything against him, obviously, uh, but I I do think he's a, one of those actors that has kind of like a limited, you know, uh, charisma. I I think he works really well in certain roles, but there are, you know, just times where I'm like, okay, you definitely have a limitation for you know how far you can go. And I think for this at the beginning, I was kind of annoyed with him because I'm like, dude, come on, like, cause he's like he's a guy went to juvie, and I'm like, okay, bro, like sure. <laughs> yeah, I was a little bit confused um, for, like, his storyline. Mm. Um, I guess it's just kind of, like, what I'm getting from it is that, like, he's, like, trying to, like, protect his sister, but, like, he's, like, a troubled, troubled guy that's, like, yeah coming back and it's trying to like prove himself or something yeah and yeah i mean there's like that fight that they have where she's like you know it, it's just convenient that it's everybody else's fault except your own you never want to like take account of yeah yeah and like you don't really get like a lot of background into like what like went down you just kind of get like vague hints that like uh you know, his kid a scholarship got taken away and there's something with the police uh-huh. uh you know, but there's not, they don't like explicitly tell you what happened, which I honestly kind of appreciate. Like, I kind of like that you just have to kind of mm-hmm. like piece this together, to be honest. Like, I, but at the beginning, like, I feel like when he was in the, with the ensemble, I was kind of like, okay, I feel like he's trying like a little too hard to like stand out. But when it, you know, when they get to the town and it's like just him and his sister, I think his performance gets like a little bit better because that gets to like the core of like what the character is like, you know, striving for, which is just to protect his sister. And then yeah. I think his performance gets like a little bit better, and I like found him more like tolerable as the movie went on. Um, yeah, I think it's kind of cool how like they literally just kind of like abandon the idea of like it feels almost like a fake out of mm-hmm. like making these characters like developed or giving them any backstory in any way, mm-hmm. um, or making their backstories like relevant to the plot in any way because like when the movie starts it kind of like hints at like oh she has an internship at a fashion magazine in new york city and she's got to leave florida and like which okay a, an internship at a fashion magazine in new york city is like the most millennial thing i could think of yeah 13 um, around 30 yeah uh <laughs> it kind of like makes you think that like that's going to be like like, it's, like, her boyfriend is insecure that, like, she's leaving for that. Mm-hmm. But, like, it just doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. Like, the movie just completely shifts focus immediately away from these teens. And yeah. isn't it, like, 
Paris Hilton thinks that she's pregnant or something, too. Yeah, I mean, she has... Something yeah, yeah, because like there's... Yeah. yeah. She, like, alludes to it earlier, like, when she's talking to... Uh, I forgot the main character's name, but when they're talking, Carly, yeah, when she's talking with Carly, she kind of alludes to something like that. But then especially at the... Yeah. Uh, towards, like, right before they both get killed off, like, uh, when she's talking with uh, her and her boyfriend, like, which I thought it was so funny when she's, like, literally, like, doing a strip tease for him. And then, like, she's, like, she pauses and she's, like, we need to talk. I'm like, what are you talking about? You were just like shaking your booty. Like, what are you? I'm like, yeah, booty, yeah. You need to talk. Like, yeah. Like, I'm like, like, my boy is bricked up right now. You're like, you gotta talk. <laughs> what are you talking about? I like any um any like issue or anything is just like a non-issue in the oh, context yeah. of the plot, and I kind of love that. No, I do. Like too, nothing yeah. matters. Well, that's another thing I really admired about this movie was how like it just did not waste any time uh, in getting mm-hmm. that, like, for shit to hit the fan, because um, I, I actually don't think Jared Padalecki's a bad actor at all. I think he's pretty good, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but his character, like, the writing for the character was kind of annoying me in this. And mm-hmm. I was honestly pretty delighted. Uh, this can sound, like, mean, but, like, I was delighted when he just, like, died so quickly. Like, he... Uh, and also, yeah. like, his death is, like... I mean, you don't, he doesn't even, even die immediately. I should take that back. But he gets, like, waxed <laughs> pretty quickly. And mm-hmm. uh, it's brutal. I mean, you were, you know, alluding to it earlier because he gets, like, the, you know, the uh, mist, like, sprayed on him. And he gets all waxed mm-hmm. up. And uh, he's out of the picture pretty quick. Uh, but, yeah, like, the way he actually inevitably goes out at the end, it's just, like, it's very quick and brutal. And, like, um yeah, so, like, I don't know, like, I agree, like, they're setting up, like, so much, like, relationship drama and so much, like, I don't know, like, like, through lines that you think are going to be, like, paid off or played with throughout the film, but, no, he just, like, immediately gets off the table, like, he, he's immediately taken off the roster, which I thought was, like, yeah. really clever, um, and, you know, same thing with, like, everyone, like, in the movie, I think, every character other than, uh, like, ironically, like, she's the one, the main character other than, like, the fashion internship, and I guess, like, her relationship with her brother, she doesn't really have, like, a defining, like, um, like, I was half expecting them to drop, like, a half-ass, like, childhood trauma thing that she has to, like, overcome or, like, but no, like, it's just, like, she's just a girl in a situation who has to survive. That's literally all it is. And... And sometimes that's, like, the best thing you could... Yeah, I mean, that's, like, why I would say the original uh, Halloween is so good, because Laurie is just yes. literally a girl in situation, you know? Um, yes. You know, like, it's... Uh, that's You know, you can always... Not to say that, you know, like, like, the trauma stuff in horror movies can't be good. Like, I think Scream is a great example of, like, you know, how to have a character have a lot of trauma happen to her, but not be defined by trauma. Like, that's a very big part of, you know, Sydney's like, progress in that series. But... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I do really like when a movie is just about, like, people who are in a situation that is so removed from what their reality is. It has no connection to whatever they're going through. They just have to, like, mm-hmm. fight, like, how to get out of it. Because that just is so much more, like, real and more scary to me uh, mm-hmm. than, you know, having to intertwine, like, themes with a... a not to Again, not to discourage that from that, because it, it does work sometimes but that's like like evil dead yeah it's a very fucking shows up (laughs) yeah i mean that's like the epitome of like ash uh yeah just literally just some guy no characteristics no backstory shows up (laughs) i still think like in the 2013 movie 
they have like the most clever way of like um uh having none of the characters believe what's happening because uh they like you know they see that she's like a drug addict and they can't trust her yeah. and she's just, like a compulsive liar and then yeah. she starts happening to her and they just were like yeah okay sure there's like a necronomicon yeah they just like laugh yeah, <laughs> yeah no i love that movie it's, it's so good it's so good. brutal that movie yeah i watched um, also after, like and it, it holds up really well yeah yeah the ending literally i don't even know why i'm just like wow this is so beautiful of her oh, like, like in the blood. i think yeah yeah i think that's stunning which mm-hmm. is disgusting, but I think that's a beautiful ending. Sure. I'm I'm glad that movie got. I don't want to say like reclaimed because I don't think it was like trashed when it came out, but I remember it was kind of like mixed, like the re- reception when it came out. And I I remember when I saw it in theaters, I was like, this is fucking awesome. I don't care what anyone says. This movie mm-hmm. is sick. I mean, like that movie is disgusting. Like I there mm-hmm. are several scenes in that movie. I, I I liked Evil Dead Rise a lot actually. I really enjoyed it, but. There's something about mm-hmm. the 2013 one where I, there are like scenes of that movie that I still can't watch, like the shower scene. I, yeah. I can't do it. Uh, the, mm-hmm. the, the 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 turkey cutter thing like that, like no, yeah, no, yeah. can't do it. Uh, it's uh, it's all very brutal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's doing the new. Uh, um, I movies. only He's doing the new uh, Alien movie. I'm excited about that. Yeah, Ridley Scott was like, "This is fucking awesome," or something. I can't. He, he like it. he like went on like he like watched a cut of it or something. You know, there um, he's like, the most like fucking brutal chestburster scene of all time in that movie. Like it's mm-hmm. gonna be terrible. I mean, in the best way, it's gonna be awful to watch. Yeah, I only saw the 2013 Evil Dead for the first time, like a month before Evil Dead Rise. Mm-hmm. And it has just, like, and I've only seen it once, and it has just, like, stuck with me for, like, almost an entire year. Mm-hmm. Um, just, like, in the back of my mind. I feel like I, like, love the Evil Dead movies so much, but I only saw, I mean, I saw the first one for the first time in a drive-in, which was, like, pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, in, like, 2020, maybe, because, like, when like movie theaters closed our like local drive-in did like horror movies and stuff but yeah like I think that's like to circle back that's like why I'm like obsessed with like Ash as a character is because Mm -hmm. he's literally no defining characteristics (laughs) (laughs) my favorite final girl Ashley yeah Um, did yeah, you know people dead? That's no, and they're putting it on Hulu, like, yeah, or they did like last week or something. It's great, and it's I, fantastic. I want to watch it. Yeah, it's one Definitely. of those shows. Maybe that... that'll be my next show instead of Gilmore it, Girls. Honestly, it's really good. Like, the every episode, like, has like a lot of like practical effects, very bloody, very funny. Um, I, yeah. my fear of it was that it would far go a little bit too far with the gimmick. But it, it has a good balance. Like it's 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 like it gives yeah. like some more defining like characteristics to Ash, but like in a compelling way, not in a like yeah obligated to. It's it's per it's like a fantastic show. I thought all three seasons. I think uh, I think they're all great. I loved it. it Cancelled too soon. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but yeah, no, this does almost have like an Evil Dead vibe to it, where it's just like a bunch of 
people and then like just like just like the original evil dead or even evil dead 2 like the friends die so quick like in the most like brutal way um uh i was something i was surprised by was how much of like a fight paris hilton like puts up in in that scene like mm-hmm. she, she gets like the closest to getting away uh, than like any of them and that's a really like well-constructed scene because she gets the fucking like she gets her shit rocked in this movie like she really does yeah and i think that that's really interesting because it is an incredible scene but i think also like we were talking about like the see paris die Mm -hmm. uh marketing Mm -hmm. i think there's also a very like sick fascination with like loving to hate somebody who's like Mm -hmm. people see as like just a face or like a body or something Mm -hmm. and like it's yeah just like the fascination and like seeing her like suffer yeah yeah i mean and i think that's definitely a choice and i'm not like critiquing the movie for that but yeah because like i genuinely do like the scene um or the scenes when she's like running away and like i think like her like on the ground crying is like a really good believable performance like she looks like she's in drama but like then like you think back to like which like i have zero i used to love the kardashians i have like zero opinion on them now it's Mm. like you think back to like when kim kardashian was like robbed in paris um and like there were like people that were like haha you know what i mean like it's it's like when someone is like so popular and so i don't know how to explain it i know when there's when there's a very popular woman people like to see them suffer and get, yeah like, a sick fascination out of seeing them suffer and especially like you know even aside from like just like women that are in power have popularity like there is like that subsection of like you know kardashian hilton that it's like women who you know however people feel about it the general consensus is that they don't deserve their fame like there's like a like a, a consensus that like oh they're only rich mm-hmm. because their family is and you know that is very well true i'm not even putting my two cents on that mm. but that is the consensus so like there's also like a, a an anger i feel it's more of a class thing even sometimes and yeah mixed up misogyny and it, you know you you definitely have a, a pretty vicious hatred i think which yeah. is never fun um so yeah i mean that's why i think because I, when i was reading that article about like the 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 weird history of the see paris die campaign like it's just like something that apparently a marketing intern came up with last minute on a myspace page and then it fucking popped off and it became like Mm -hmm. one of the most defining characteristics of like the uh the entire marketing campaign for this movie um because i i I read that they were struggling to market it apparently yeah it's very funny how like the image of like the see paris die like mm-hmm. font and stuff that they were like like there's like a picture of her like pointing to it at, on like a window of like a store or whatever mm-hmm. it's completely like the opposite of what the movie is 
like the movie is just so much more like gritty and like she kind of like stands out of it her being in like bright colored like juicy couture sweatsuits and stuff um it's a very like dull movie yeah and it's very like but somehow you still believe that she's like a college student in florida yeah i mean her like hair extensions and stuff like you believe it yeah no i've i've like met that girl before you know what i mean like i've (laughs) i've known that girl before so yeah no i believed it um yeah this movie did pretty okay at the box office from what i can tell um it made like 12 million opening weekend in 2005 it came this was the summer 2005 release if you can believe it not even a like october release um it came out the first weekend of may that's like where marvel movies open now so that's kind of crazy mm-hmm. uh but yeah it opened with 12 million it was behind kingdom of heaven which i believe is a ridley scott movie if i'm not mistaken i could be wrong about that um maybe spring some misinformation there uh but um yep nope it's ridley scott with uh orlando bloom uh which only made 19 million so it wasn't too far off um but yeah it was that's like the same month that uh madagascar revenge of the sith came out so it, it kind of you know after obviously the opening weekend it kind of you know further went down the list uh and let's see what did it make total it made 68 million worldwide on a 40 million dollar budget so like it, it, it surpassed the budget it didn't double it so it doesn't seem like it was at least profitable in theaters but then again this was the age of like when like dvd and sales and rentals and everything was mm-hmm. genuinely really profitable especially to mid-budget movies like this so it probably did eventually make its money back but um and also this was kind of when horror movies were in that weird state before they were really revitalized in the, the 2010s but they were also like post 90s where the 90s really was like the 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 death nail for like horror like with like freddy and jason and all of them just like sucking shit after a while like yeah. uh um but and, and halloween like other than scream like there was no good like horror franchises at that point and scream was only good because he was telling you that other horror was like bad basically yeah um so like True. uh so yeah with house of wax i i mean and i don't even like really remember because like i when I was a kid, like, there was, like, genuine, like, I, like, the fucking sickos the playground would be, like, oh, I, I watched my dad's DVD of Saw 2. It, it was crazy. Like, I didn't hear any yeah. kids talking about House of Wax. Like, it wasn't, like, one of those movies that, like, you know, like, I could tell that a movie was, like, kind of popping off if a kid my age was, like, trying to mm-hmm. sneak watch it. Or it's like, we can spend the night and we can try to watch House of Wax or something. But, like, I never heard yeah. about it. Like, how, like, Chucky exactly yeah yeah Yeah. like i i remember like god this is like such a throwback but that ashton kutcher movie the boogeyman i is it i think it's ashton kutcher but the boogeyman the 2003 one i think let me double check i remember that was a big one for me where i or no it's 2005 uh that movie like the idea of that movie scared the shit out of me and i watched it with like a friend and i was like oh that was like fucking stupid like because the boogeyman's in like that's one like scene. the funniest 
it's like the funniest thing when like you're a kid and you're like oh my god and then you watch <laughs> something and it's like not like what yeah. you thought at all yeah i um <laughs> yeah i saw that movie and i i remember like feeling so stupid that i was scared of it because there's like literally he's in like one scene in the movie and he's like a cgi blob and then you're like oh okay um <laughs> Which again, that just goes back to what I appreciate about appreciate about this movie, and probably why I found it so creepy as a kid was the practicality of it. Like you can like literally, uh, kind of like feel like the texture of the place. Like you can like almost like yeah. smell it, and like you just like you know the vibe. Like you 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 can yeah. if you're watching it, like they do such a good job of like presenting it all that you can just kind of like feel it and you feel like you're in the thick of it with them. And it, it, it was a good job of like, it has like a saw quality almost where it, that grime mm-hmm. gritty feel is very like, you know, it's very effective. Visceral. Yeah. 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 And uh, I said it before, but it looks so much like radiator spray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. It really does. Um, yeah. I thought it was so funny at the end of the movie. This is like jumping way ahead, but it was so funny at the end when the sheriff that like rescue that rescues them is like, uh, she's like, how the hell did you guys not know about this town? And he's like, well, to be honest, it's not even on the maps. Like it. Yeah. He's like, town. it's in the middle of nowhere. It's, it's pretty far out of the way. It's like, you're literally a police officer. Like, yeah. It's like, what are you talking about? Doug? <laughs> and it's like, just the power company not realize that like. I don't know. Like yeah. This entire city is being like run by, like who's paying by for one this? guy? Yeah, like I, it makes no sense. Like, which again, I'm fine with that. Like, I, I'm the kind of horror yeah. fan. I I ask the questions, but as long as the movie is entertaining and effective, I don't actually really give a shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just here to have fun, guys. But it is fun to ask the questions, especially when, because the thing is, you could have like totally ended the movie without addressing it, and I would have been like, okay, cool. But then you yeah. ask the question yourself, and I'm like, yeah, wait, how, how how did you not see it? Like, why would you give the question to the audience? That's such a bad thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, other than that, like, it's pretty stupid. Like, there's a lot of dumb moments, but nothing you can be too overtly mad about. It's just, like, it's kind of what you'd expect from a movie like this. Um, I thought it was really funny the way the uh the house just like melts at the end yeah and it's like that's the only like cgi ish thing when the house is just like bending and like weird when i kind of like almost liked it because it was just so like bizarre the way it like Mm -hmm. happens and um honestly i didn't think the cgi looked that bad i they definitely did it at night for that very reason so it could like not stand out but Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. No. I. I really. I. I thought that was actually kind of effective because, like, when she's in the upper bedroom with the brother and she's trying to like negotiate with him, and you almost think that it's gonna like work for a second because this, this the other other brother has like no indication of like empathy or emotion at all. Um. And uh, which by the way, it's kind of I was looking at the cast and the same guy plays both brothers, which I thought was uh was fun. Uh, he, he gets to play both roles. Um, he does a good job too. He's a very menacing presence in both in both roles. So good for him. Um, but yeah, like when uh, the house starts melting at the end after she's like trying to like negotiate with him, 
I I thought it was pretty effective because I was genuinely kind of like, how the fuck is she gonna get out of this? Like I'm like I have no clue because mm-hmm. like she's still upstairs and like it's melting and the ch- the brother's downstairs. Um, I I kind of rolled my eyes a bit when they like fall through like the floorboards if you want to even call it that. I was like, and then they like, survive and I'm like, okay, all right. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> but otherwise it's um. And, like, the fact that they, like, jump out, like, just in time when they, like, claw. Like, they just, like, claw through the wax wall. Um, which, again, they set that up pretty well at the beginning. When yeah. He, like, scratches it and it's, like, it's wax. Um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, otherwise, I don't know. I... Another little thing, uh, like a mental note that I had was at the end when they're like setting up like the final twist about the the redneck from the beginning being the brother or the third brother or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I expected it because the way they were shooting it, I kind of expected him to be the driver of the ambulance. Because mm-hmm. that's the way they're like framing it as if it was going to cut to him like, you know, driving them out to like. I don't know. Just the other drive him out to like the middle of the woods and like no, drop. <laughs> dude, it would be so funny if he like drove them to another like the. You could make a sequel called City of Wax. Like, <laughs> dude, I'm not kidding. Like, yeah. that's my pitch. Like, you should write that. I will if no one else will. They're cowards. Uh, that would be a great sequel. Are you kidding me? Like, and the movie like it had an open ending. Like, you could have easily done it. Um. Yeah, this definitely had franchise potential, but I am kind of glad because I don't know how far you can stretch the concept, to be honest. Like, mm-hmm. I, this is definitely one that I think probably would have peaked with the second movie. I, and that's big if you're lucky, if you're really lucky to like strike it twice. Because yeah. uh, I, I don't know, like, the, the, the novelty of like wax deaths, it's effective for one go, but I cannot imagine it uh, extending past this movie. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So after uh, after they go away in that ambulance, there's a cut to credits, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my chemical romance song. Did you see my letterbox review? I was. Yeah. Yeah. I um. I like la. I I G D O L. I uh. I just. I I-J-B-O-L. Yeah. I just burst out laughing. Yeah, yeah. and that cut the credits, because I was like... Yeah, as if I needed a fucking reminder that this took place in 2000... Or this came out in 2005. Uh, Like, fucking Hot Topic-looking-ass movie. Um, I'll be honest, like... I never listened to My Chemical Romance, ever. mm -hmm. I never did in the 2000s. I have listened through that one album once. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Like I like love My Chemical Romance. I never listen to them ever. I'm never inclined <laughs> to listen to them. <laughs> yeah, I, I never um, put on their music. But if it's there, I like they, the beat. <laughs> I, um, I'm vibing. They're um, yeah. I mean, I I, I think I have semi similar feelings. Like I. They were definitely like an iPod shuffle band for me. Yeah. yeah. Um. I yeah. I mean, they have some bangers. I especially around this time. I when I was you know dipping my feet into 
like music at the time and stuff that wasn't on radio disney <laughs> yeah. um but uh yeah no i definitely liked them a lot i i think there's like an album they did like in 2010 or 2009 i can't remember that i really liked i can't remember what it was i have to like look was at it the it. black and white one with the couple on the cover maybe it was I, really yeah good, i think that's i don't know what it's called but that's the one that everyone yeah that's it's the a, one and then there's and then there's the black parade one but i like, like the yeah like the one is the one with the with the couple on the cover former former emo kids are probably like screaming listening to this right now like we're literally yeah. that that like meme right now where it's just like really just two dumbass girls saying exactly exactly, exactly. that's what our podcast is. yeah i mean i the thing is i'm like i i wasn't uh i wouldn't say i was an emo kid but i I, I dabbled with the emo kids. Like I was a I was emo yeah. kid adjacent. Uh, but yeah. I, but I wanted uh, to be so bad and I was not allowed to. So I yeah. just never was. This one goes out to the to the girlies and the and the guys that had uh they kind of wanted to be an emo kid, but they were also a little self conscious about cutting their hair like that. And uh, yeah. their mom. Yeah. Meanwhile, I have like pink what? hair right now with like long bangs in front of my eyes. Yeah. And then your mom would yell at you if you wore too much black stuff. Uh, so you just had to like, yeah. kind of just like, not allowed to paint my nails black. Don't yeah. know why. <laughs> um. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah. It's like I I'm never inclined to listen to music like that. But then it's like I went to a screening of Jennifer's Body, and I found out that the soundtrack was not streaming, and I like punched a hole through my drywall. Really. Yeah, it's crazy. I um, that is that's a very similar vibe, like a very similar like. Um, yeah. This one goes out to all the kids who uh, had the very defining, uh, uh, canon moment of having your, um, you know, baby boomer mom take you to Hot Topic to buy a shirt, and she's like appalled at how loud the music is. And uh, she's kind of confused the entire time. But then the goth checkout lady is actually really nice to her. And she's like, she asks if she wants to sign up for the awards program. And then your soccer mom mom is like, yeah. And she leaves and she's like, you know what? That place isn't too bad. That's I wish camp. I had that life, Adam. <laughs> I wish I had that life. I really do. I was, I was not allowed to cut my hair like a scene kid. So I would like take my hair and like put it all over to the side and like mm -hmm. tease my hair so that it was just like I don't know how to explain it I wouldn't like cut it the way it was supposed to be yeah. and then I made like bows out of duct tape yeah and I put like a duct tape bow in my hair and I had like real d3d glasses like popped out Dude. but like <laughs> I would have that with like a Taylor Swift t-shirt on <laughs> Yeah, so like, I wasn't I wasn't picking out my well, I I was picking out my own clothes, but I I did not have the final say on what I was wearing until like right. high school. So. Well, this one goes out to the to the real ones. My my children will be emo if they want to be. 
I support them. No, we it's like, her. what if I, like, encourage them too much to be emo that they just completely, like, are, like, they rebel by being, like, preppy. Honestly, good for them. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, you like, be I listen like, to Adele, actually. The, the entire know, time you're describing what, uh, the entire time you're describing what haircut you wish you could have when, like, you were a youth that you weren't allowed to have. Um, you want to be like the fucking emo kid from uh, Horton Hears a Who. The Justin Oh, McCartney. yeah. That's yeah. what I'm Yeah, how, uh, the one that everyone, oh, no, wait, that's the Lorax. Never mind. Oh, you're thinking the one about that everyone's, one? yeah, the one that everyone's horny for is in the Lorax. Yeah, the ones that are played by Ed Helms, yeah. Yeah. How, how bad, bad maybe. <laughs> how bad maybe. That kind of is a zillennial. That is zillennial. I mean, it does fit into the... Yeah, we should cover it. I was thinking about it because isn't Taylor Swift in that? I've, like, only know. been thinking about Taylor Swift. Sorry. Uh, uh... Zach Zac Efron dropped a condom on the red carpet, or on the orange carpet of the Lorex premiere. Did he really? Yeah, you didn't know that? No, I didn't. I didn't know that, but that's awesome. Good for him. Uh, or bad for yeah. him. Maybe he's missing a condom. That sucks. Um, but... I... <laughs> no, he picked it up. He put it back in his pocket. Oh wow, that's crazy. Um, so yeah, House of Wax, good movie. Uh, I'm I, I and also I'm I'm a Swifty now. So uh, congratulations to anyone that tried good. to make me a Swifty. I'm uh, I think I'm converted. Uh, the Eras tour was yeah. great. Um, Sean has been singing um, a mashup of. Cruel Summer and something else. Uh, I don't remember, but he keeps going. Cruel Summer. He just I like Midnight. I like that one quite a bit. Yeah, Midnight's is pretty good. Um, yeah. I feel very cheated by it because um, Speak Now is my favorite era, and she only performed one fucking song from it. Mm-hmm. Um. But I knew that going in, in my Speak Now cardigan and matching purple mask. Um, yeah, it's, you know, that was that was my era when I wanted to be emo. But, you know, Speak Now was the era yeah. I was living in. So, yeah. This one goes out to all the Swifties. Yeah, this episode is dedicated to the proud and uh, brave Swifties. <laughs> you know like you know i really have to like respect them Mm -hmm. because i thought it was gonna be like a nightmare weekend at the movies Mm -hmm. i have never been in a more chill audience in my whole entire life yeah it was really fun when i went i I had a good time everyone picked up their garbage after Mm -hmm. people were just sitting in their seats vibing yeah. Like, yeah, it was a it was a good time. Yeah. We had people singing, yeah. clapping along, but the movie also yeah. kind of like encourages it, so it's not like yeah. Um, but it wasn't like egregious or anything. Like I thought it was no, like oh yeah. Like, I yeah. had a had a good time. Um, yeah, my uh my girlfriend was really like she was she was all about it. She was she was fully yeah. into it. I uh yeah. I in turn was having a good time too. I uh I was pretty uh. The, the the mood was infectious. What can I say? I had a good time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And hey, I, uh, I thought Sean. Show. Yeah. 
I thought Sean wasn't liking it. So I just kept like being like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> and then he went during reputation. And that's like, that's like unexpectedly one of my favorite eras reputation. Mm-hmm. I'm a rep girly. Um, literally when that snake appeared on the screen, I just involuntarily started slapping the table of uh, yeah. the AMC dine-in theater. <laughs> um, and like, during like delicate or something he's just like i'm gonna go get popcorn and soda and i'm like okay and then when he was gone look what you made me do was on so good he came back and he's like what did i miss and i was like look what you made me do and he was like i kind of wanted to see that one and i'm like really (laughs) it's a good bit that's a good one that's a memorable one i think production yeah yeah really good because he was saying he's like i didn't expect it to be like a production like i thought it would just be her like on the stage singing i was like yeah it was a really good production during look what you made me do another thing too is i was trying to catch him up with like the lore of her whole entire career sorry that this is just going into a swifty podcast (laughs) but i have like nobody to talk to about taylor (laughs) swift (laughs) this is not an invitation for people to come talk to me about taylor swift (laughs) <laughs> but anyway so she I was, said like, the only one I'm going to talk to about up. Taylor Swift is Adam yeah because I have him held hostage on a Skype call right now but <laughs> um, I was trying to catch Sean up Sean was telling he was he was asking the funniest questions throughout the whole thing in the beginning he was just like I have a weird question I was like what and he's like why are her legs so shiny and I'm like well she has like three pairs of dancers tights on and he's like okay that makes sense I was trying to, like, tell him, like, this is who this song is about. This is who this Mm -hmm. song is about. And I said, the 10-minute song in the middle is about Jake Gyllenhaal. And he said, okay. So then, during All Too Well 10-minute version, he was just on the Wikipedia page for All Too Well, just, like, reading the whole thing. Wow. And he was like, he was like, this person has asked about the scarf. And the scarf is at Maggie Gyllenhaal's house. And then at the end of it, he's just like, you know, they dated in 2010. Jake Gyllenhaal was probably too busy filming Prince of Persia to hang out with him. (laughs) God. uh, That actually explains a lot. Yeah, it's very funny to watch. It's like, I, I have all this, like, meaningless knowledge just from growing up with her career. Yeah. And yes, I like dipped out for a few years, but there's just, there's so much there. There's like so much lore. And it it was very (laughs) funny to experience it with somebody. Like every single thing has an answer. (laughs) Like why are her legs so shiny? shiny? I know exactly why her legs are so shiny, actually. (laughs) Yeah. I, um, I, I, yeah. Yeah, I had the great privilege of uh, Victoria explaining the lore to me throughout most of our relationship when she'd be playing a song in the car. And she'd be like, this one's about blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah. And I'd be like, y'all yeah. did what? But um, but it's just... <laughs> Maggie Gyllenhaal has what scar? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, she... she explained quite a bit to me so i feel like i was pretty well versed like i 
I feel like I can only assume what girlfriends feel like after like watching a Marvel marathon or something. And I was kind of like, I was a little overwhelmed. But I'm like, okay, I think I know these characters. Like, I think I know how to connect to each other. I think I know how the fucking raccoon, you know, gets the gets yeah. the stone. But um, yeah, no, I. It was great. I had a great time with it. I, and I'm not just saying that. Like, I genuinely had a pretty great experience in the theater. I thought I was impressed. I was entertained. Yeah. I was enthralled. I came out rejuvenated, delighted. And uh, I had many epiphanies. Yeah. You know, like, it's like, it's very easy to be cynical. Mm-hmm. And I'm not really the kind of person to be like, let people enjoy things. But, right. like, I don't know. And this does connect back to Zillennial Canon because it's like, I feel like so many of my childhood memories I didn't realize until I started listening to Taylor Swift again. Mm-hmm. I was such a big fan of her that, like, so much of my childhood memories are, like, connected back to that. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, the different eras. And I'm like, oh, right. Like, every single person in this room is experiencing experiencing this in a different way. Like, this person was this old and has the, these memories attached to this era. Like, yeah. that's kind of how I, like, put her career into that context. Yeah. And everybody is having, like, the same experience, but, like, a different experience. Very easy to be cynical about it, but you know what? We all had a great time, and it's clearing out of theaters before Killers of the Flower Moon is coming out. So, um, you know, I get is to it? see that in IMAX. Yes. Okay. It's only playing in weekends in standard formats now. And I'm getting Killers of the Flower Moon and IMAX. Okay, and, good. like, random shit in Dolby. So, you know, I was like, oh, I hope I won't be able to, like, hear it through the wall at like killers of the flower moon but it's like no it's in like standard formats and like killers of the flower moon is in the big imax theater like that's crazy i think that ever since barbenheimer i think that movie theaters are finally at peace and balanced yeah i think so too i i think it's (laughs) like that like made something shift in movie theaters yeah no it's as it should be there's dad movies and uh movies for the girlies like it's uh yeah that the balance is all things should be <laughs> like that's that's about yeah, and they're all like they're all like taking their turn in like the like premium formats like yeah got exorcist and then we got taylor swift and then we got killers of the flower moon you know they're all just taking their turns and nobody's competing no yeah, big no. marvel movie uh the only marvel movie is gonna flop unfortunately um yeah right. Yeah, no, I... Uh, Rest in I, peace to the Marvel. Yeah, found dead in Miami. Uh, maybe yeah. that's where uh, the Wax Museum is. Uh, but anyways, I... <laughs> yeah. When we say Scrappy-Doo is found dead in Miami, we meant at the Wax Museum. Uh, but... <laughs> this <laughs> really house... is like a Scooby-Doo situation, isn't it? Like, if like you think Sco- about it. My, this my is like a live-action live Scooby-Doo episode. Dude, this is something that, like, like, yeah, like, jinkies, man. Like, if I was in that, I'd be like, this is jinkies. Um, don't ever put me in a situation. Don't ever put me in a jinky situation. Uh, but, but yeah, no, good movie. Uh, 
both mm-hmm. Eras Tour and House of Wax. Uh, two sets. Great double feature. Great double feature. Yeah. Uh, if you actually stay for the credits for Eras Tour, they play this entire movie. Um, but yeah, it was. Instead of Long Live, the Eras Tour movie ends with Helena by My Chemical Romance. So I, <laughs> so I'm happy to say that I did not use the bathroom at all during the Eras Tour, but I had to go like mm-hmm. so bad when it cut to credits, so I didn't watch the credits. Because mm-hmm. uh, I had to go to the bathroom so bad, but, uh, but Victoria said I should have stayed, but yeah, um, but I'm like I don't know if I would have had an emotional like I don't know because yeah, yeah. I, I didn't really grow up with it, but you know I'm I'm glad everyone's having a good time. I I, I enjoyed myself and I'm glad we're all Swifties together now. Um, yeah. And yeah, so wait, next week is the last week of Spooktober, which. I know we talked about it last week, but that's kind of that's kind of crazy because I didn't realize it's kind of perfect for your pick. It honestly, is. I, yeah, I don't want to spoil it yet, but I kind of can't imagine a better one. Uh, like mm-hmm. as far as just being a Halloween themed like Zillennial episode, uh, you know, I it's just it's kind of perfect. I I know we really hit a stride with like doing Scream the last few years. But now that we're mm-hmm. out of screams and lineal movies, I'm very happy to be doing uh, next week's pick. And I feel like Walsh of Gromit, House of Wax, and then next week's pick, it's it's kind of like a, uh, I don't know. It's, it's like a, a pretty good mix of uh, yeah. vibes and vibes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. no, I agree. Um, it's also going to be an easy watch, not to spoil it too much. It's a easy, easy going watch. So, uh yeah, but we'll announce that probably next Monday, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Is that it? Yeah. All right. Well, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Adam underscore not Sandler. Uh, Letterboxd under the same name. Uh, my other podcast, Aggressively Okay. Uh, or AggressivelyOK.com, where I wrote Killers of the Flower Moon Review. Uh, I wrote it today. I think it might be the longest review I've ever written for a movie. Maybe. Um, I just, I didn't even intend on that. I just like, I started typing and it just spilled out. I had so many thoughts, uh, but it, definitely the longest review I've written for a movie this year. And it, it's, it's fantastic. So definitely see it this weekend. Um, and uh, yeah, but, uh, and then we'll be back next week. Uh, can't wait mm-hmm. for that. Uh, but yeah, my 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 parting words before Kira plugs away is, uh, you know, yeah, stay away from Florida and our many uh, wax towns. Apparently, apparently it's a safety hazard. Yeah, I guess that's really like the moral of the story. Just stay out of Florida. Honestly, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you can follow me on Twitter at garlic emoji. You can follow us on Twitter at Zillennial Canon on Instagram mm-hmm. at the Zillennial Canon. Give us some rating, some reviews. Uh, and we will be back next week with another spooky movie. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>